Hello everyone, my name is Neve Eastman and today I'm going to be explaining to you why David Bowie was such an inspirational and influential artist. So let's start off with who he was. David Bowie was a British singer-songwriter. He was born on the 8th of January 1947 and died of liver cancer on the 10th of January 2016, which was two days after his 69th birthday. However, he kept his cancer a secret to depress his audience and his fans because he didn't want them to know. So let's start off with all the genres that Bowie has explored altogether. He has explored glam rock, or rock, folk, electronic rock, pop, indie rock, and finally, jazz. However, as we know, Bowie is known for his glam rock days in all of his glam rock songs, which is what he is most famous for, as this is what he influenced the most. However, Bowie's first ever album, known as David Bowie, which was released in 1969, it was hippie or folk. So, Bowie's second album that came out, also known as The Man Who Sold the World, was the genre of rock, which we can assume is what kick-started his influential music to other artists, like Bono from U2. He talked about Bowie and how he was a very, like, inspirational person. Bono commented saying, I like Bowie when he's evenly pulled in the direction of being a pop star. He likened Bowie to Picasso, the artist, where he's right down the middle. When the songwriting is disciplined, but the recording is not, is how Bowie was at his best, according to Bono. Music historians and Schinder and Schwartz described Bowie as a pioneer of glam rock for his amazing glam rock songs that inspired many other artists. For example, in the 1970s, Bowie's glam rock songs and stagecraft brought a brand new dimension to popular music. And the musicologist James Perrone credited Bowie by saying he brought sophistication to rock music and acknowledged his the depth of his work and influence in his glam rock music. And the other people, the Human League founder Martin Wave, remarked that Bowie was like an art installation because of his colourful and diverse music videos, as well as his songs. An example of this would be Space Oddity, which, is, which tells the story of Ziggy Stardust, Bowie's persona of an alien superstar and rock star, where he dressed up. He used a lot of makeup for this to make himself look pale and like an alien like, and dyed his hair red, which was long at the time. Although this was made to be seen as an alien, 
many people could see that this was a feminine look. However, in his glam rock days, Bowie also was described as leather-clad, which could also be seen as masculine. So this shows clearly that Bowie was not afraid to go for different looks every time and different outfits. So some people in this day could infer that Bowie was an androgynous character in person, although he hasn't he didn't self-proclaim himself as androgynous before he passed away. We could infer that he may have been because of his amazing, diverse, creative and colourful songs and music videos. While Bowie took on the persona of Ziggy Stardust, appearing in Space Oddity and the rise and fall of Ziggy Stardust, Ziggy was known as an alien rock star, which is what Bowie turned himself into for these music videos. However, we could see, we can clearly tell that not only was Bowie masculine with his leather curl outfits in his glam rock days and feminine within the Ziggy Stardust outfit, we could infer that he was androgynous, not being masculine or feminine. However, he didn't self proclaim himself to be androgynous. Because of these diverse and colourful creative outfits, he got questions about his sexuality, but gave coy responses. Because it may have been a sensitive subject, in which it was in those days. He proclaimed he was gay in 1972, and then bisexual in 1976 to Playboy. And finally, he came out as a closeted heterosexual in 1993. However, no label could truly define David Bowie, as we see he would he could love anyone for who they are. His ideas also prove this as he presented himself as both masculine and feminine. Which let's talk about Bowie's family. So Bowie's mother and grandmother were touched by mental illness. Bowie's family had mental illness running in the family, as described by an author who was writing about Bowie. The Bowie family was touched, quotation marks, by mental illness. This proved fatal for Bowie's older brother, Terry Burns, who was abused by his grandmother, Margaret Burns, which is how he got mental health problems as he grew older. However, he did get into the Royal Marines. After leaving the Royal Marines though, he spent time in and out of mental hospitals because of his schizophrenia, which is what he had. He eventually succumbed to it and committed suicide in 1986. Bowie loved his older brother. They went to go to a nightclub to save a show cream. However, the lights got too much for Terry and he had a schizophrenic vision, which was the ground opening up and fire coming out, which Terry then explained to David that he had these visions often. 
as Bowie loved his older brother Terry, he dedicated two songs to him, which were known as All You Pretty Things, which was a glam rock song that he made, and Jump They Say, as Terry inspired him so much and he loved his older half-brother because we didn't have the same father. Bowie experimented with jazz and had a jazz backing band with Pat Metheny in the 80s, which he performed the song Black Star, which was experimental at first, but did come out in 2015 eventually as his final music video before passing away. Although he dabbed in jazz, he didn't impact like most new jazz music that came out after him. However, he does still influence rock in the 70s. He influenced a lot of rock artists. However, there is an argument against Bowie influencing more musical genres than any other rock star, including punk rock, folk rock or freak folk as it was called in those days and pop music bowie's albums released in folk rock would be space oddity which is when ziggy stardust that persona was introduced hunky dory the album and the man who sold the world for example Jimi hendrix lou reed and paul mccartney for Reed, they influenced the subgenre Velvet Underground and any other genres past Velvet Underground, whoever starred it, was inspired by Lou Reed. However, Reed didn't impact electronic, soul or funk music like Bowie did with his albums. As for Hendrix, his guitar acrobatics were the only things that influenced heavily metal, rock, funk, jazz and lesser though hip-hop music but his impact on dance, electronica and pop music isn't there however it is for Bowie. Finally there is an argument regarding McCartney that between the Beatles and his career since he's impacted everything from the metal genre to electronic to indie But unlike Bowie, he never got down with the funk, which Bowie did, which makes him more of an inspirational and influential artist than McCartney. Bowie's album, known as Young Americans, which was released on the 7th of March 1975, was labelled as the Soul Tour because the genre was R&B and Soul, which is a genre that Bowie had a love for the name the album a subgenre plastic soul this album proved to be a big change from bowie's last album known as diamond dogs because it was his final album in the glam rock genre so he jumped from one genre to another genre in the diamond dogs one which was the glam rock one to young americans which is an r&b and soul album Bowie wrote songs above all different types of people, about being an outsider, an alien, Ziggy Stardust, a misfit, a sexual adventurer, a faraway astronaut, 
also Ziggy Stardust. His music was always a mutable blend between rock, cabaret, jazz and what he called plastic soul, the subgenre, but was suffused with genuine soul, so normal soul music, but it was suffused because plastic soul is a subgenre. He also captured the drama and longing of everyday life in his music videos, which was enough to give him number one pop hits like Let's Dance, where we can infer it's a music video where he dances, because it's named Let's Dance, and Bowie was also an actor, most notably a goblin in The Labyrinth, and The Elephant Man in a minor show too, so it was a minor role. All songs that Bowie made were bursting with ideas, potential and colour, because Bowie was so creative and painted his own outfits and presented himself as many different personas. Many of David Bowie's fans in the LGBT community expressed on Twitter how Bowie influenced them to be who they are. They shared and explained that he helped bring LGBT culture into the mainstream music in the 1960s and 1970s. Mary Gorfia explained that Bowie showed that androgyny equals rock and roll, not a reason to kill myself. Hashtag Bowie, rest in peace. So Mary has explained basically that they thought that Bowie was also an androgynous person with his characters and personas that he created in his music videos, although we don't know if Bowie actually was androgynous. And another person by the name of O'Hare Jacob expressed that Bowie showed him that just fitting in wasn't the only option. He was an inspiration because of his many personas and characters. Many saw kindred spirit in Bowie's characters and gender fluid style in his music videos with Ziggy Stardust in 1972 when he made the glittery alien look cool and helped pioneer a sexy mark- marketable form of otherness that mainstream artists have tried to replicate in the decades. David Bowie as Ziggy Stardust blasted confidence into people in the LGBT community's ears and said, see, it's okay to be different and strange and you are wonderful, but not strange as it's, it's normal to be a different sexuality from straight and to be straight. Thank you for listening to my podcast about David Bowie and I hope that this has helped you to understand more about Bowie's music and how he was a massive inspiration to people in the music industry and about his music genres and how he was also a very diverse person and creative person willing to make a new impression on every song and not afraid of change.